Hello again, this is Daniel J. Hogan, and welcome to the Magic of Every podcast. This podcast is based on my novel of the same name, a fantasy comedy adventure story suitable for young adults. Last time, we were introduced to the hero of our story, Steve Harrier and his Uncle Shameless. We found out that Steve is spending the summer with Uncle Shameless in the mid-Michigan town of River City. We learned that Steve doesn't have much use for make-believe or imagination, and that Uncle Shameless hadn't always been the town drunk. And now, here's the next exciting episode of The Magic of Airy. The Magic of Airy, the podcast. Written and produced by Daniel J. Hogan. Based on the novel... The Magic of Airy by Daniel J. Hogan. To learn more about the novel, please visit magicofairy.com or danieljhogan.com. And remember, Harry is spelled E-Y-R-I. Episode number two, A Grand Adventure. Steve was awoken early the next morning by Uncle Shameless's poorly improvised off-key singing... Yeah, down the river we go. Steve groaned and pulled on his jeans, striped t-shirt, and black high-top canvas sneakers. He picked up his black plastic frame glasses from the nightstand next to the bed and slipped them on. High problems ran in the family. Uncle Shameless even had his own ailment, a lazy eye. Steve ran a brush through his wavy brown hair and went to go meet his uncle, nervous about what the day would bring. Calling Uncle Shameless's canoe a canoe was being nice. Most of the original silver aluminum had been punctured or busted. There were more white, semi-transparent patch jobs on the canoe than original aluminum. This fact did not escape Steve's critical eyes. Is it bad that we can see through the side of the canoe like that? Oh, pshaw, it's fine, boy, replied Uncle Shameless. Say, did I ever tell you how that happened? No, and I don't need- There I was, out on the Grand River, and the river was angry that day, let me tell you. Uncle Shameless began, ignoring Steve's protest. The currents were like nothing I had ever seen, and there were rapids all around me. What were you doing on the river when it was like that? Ah, but there's the rub. It was a nice day like this, but I was out fishing, you see, and I snagged a whopper of a catch. Uncle Shameless picked up a nearby paddle and pretended it was a fishing rod, casting an imaginary line. I tell you, it was seven foot long if it was an inch, and I fought like a devil with a toothache, did. Uncle Shameless sat on the ground and pretended he had the fish on the end of his make-believe rod. A huge spiny fin, and a mighty mouth with teeth like daggers. A fish like that I ain't never seen before or since. What does this have to do with bad currents? Well, you see, this fish was so large that her thrashing around caused the river to churn and churn and swirl all crazy-like. Steve rolled his eyes as his uncle continued his big fish story. They pulled me upstream, downstream, and sideways. Catching this fish was a feat worthy of Hercules, it was. I bet. Don't interrupt. Where was I? (sighs) Sideways. Oh, yes. Hours passed, and I was finally able to reel in close enough. I was about to knock it on the head with my paddle, but one last panic attack, the fish swung its mighty tail at my canoe. Uncle Shameless pointed at a large patch spot on the side of the canoe. 
and it busted the side. Water came screaming in, down I went, and it got away. Uncle Shameless and Steve loaded everything they needed onto the canoe, causing the little craft to rest low in the water. Uncle Shameless took a drink from his flask and boarded the canoe. The boat rocked and swayed in the water against his movements as Steve tried to keep it steady. Easy there, Uncle Shameless yelled. After he was settled, Uncle Shameless picked up his paddle and pushed off from the dock. He started rowing, gradually increasing his speed. Uh, current sure is strong today. We're barely getting any speed. Uh, Uncle, you're still- Mercy, this current is strong. I don't think we've moved at all. Steve turned around and yelled at his uncle. That's because we're still tied to the dock. After untying the canoe, which resulted in Uncle Shameless falling into the river a few times. The pair was on their way down the Grand River. The shallow, slow-moving river cut a snake-like path through the wild Michigan countryside. It took the boy and his uncle through heavily wooded areas, far from civilization. Lush green forests surrounded them on either side and seemed to go on forever into the horizon. Boy, did you know that the Grand River is the longest river in Michigan? Uncle Shameless asked as he steered from the rear of the canoe. Yes, sir. When Lewis and Clark discovered the Grand River after the Indiana Purchase, they thought they had found the Northwest Passage. Was that before or after they fought the Incas? Steve asked sarcastically from the front of the canoe. Fought the Incas? Don't be silly, boy. Uncle Shameless bellowed. They fought the Aztecs! Steve looked over the river, taking in the unfamiliar scenery. The canoe floated past a group of rocks sticking out of the water, where a large turtle sunned itself while dragonflies buzzed around it. Steve did a double-take when he thought the turtle smiled at him. The boy rubbed his eyes, convinced they were playing tricks on him. All of a sudden, Steve heard a crash in the forest not too far from the canoe. What's that? Uncle Shameless looked over the top of Steve's head. A group of deer cautiously pushed their way out of the forest and entered the water. Are those deer? They ain't rabbits. What are they doing? Steve asked as the deer started making their way across the river. Why, swimming, of course, Uncle Shameless answered. What? Deer can't swim. Of course they can. In fact, George Washington and his men rode a herd of them across the Mississippi to fight off the Huns. Steve and Uncle Shameless floated by and watched the last of the deer exit the river and run into the woods. Haven't you ever seen any animals in the wild before? Asked Uncle Shameless. No, the big city zoo doesn't have animals anymore. They couldn't afford to keep any real animals after the mayor used all the budget money for a party on Mackinac Island for his dog. Uncle Shameless scratched his head. Well, uh, what do they have at the zoo? Cardboard cutouts of animals, and in some cases, People in suits. But the people in suits have a really good union, so they are in hibernation most of the year. Uncle Shameless was about to ask about the people in suits union when a large shape flew overhead. A shadow covered Steve's face as he looked up and saw a funny-looking bird with a long neck and long legs. It swooped down in front of the canoe and landed on a nearby branch sticking out of the water. A blue heron! Uncle Shameless yelled. Steve studied the interesting-looking bird. It had a body like a blue football with a pair of long, skinny yellow legs. Steve wondered why the bird's eyes were totally white and without irises. Steve did not know much about birds, but he was pretty sure that was not normal. Weird. Steve whispered. That's a sign of a healthy river, you know, seeing a blue heron, Uncle Shameless said. Steve looked at the majestic bird. It stood on its perch, watching the river flow by. Then it looked at Steve. The boy took his glasses off and cleaned them on his shirt. Steve was certain the blue heron had just winked at him. 
Yes, sir. I bet that heron's gonna follow us all the way down the river. Sure enough, whenever the canoe came within a few feet of the blue heron, it would fly a few yards down the river, only to perch again until the canoe caught up with it. Unfortunately for Steve, this only prompted Uncle Shameless to continue bellowing his blue heron theory. I bet that heron's gonna follow us all the way down the river. This continued until Steve could not take any more and begged his uncle to talk about something else. Boy, have you ever seen a pelican? No. Answered Steve, watching the blue heron fly down the river. Once again, the serene moment was spoiled by Uncle Shameless's bellowing. Strange bird, that pelican! Its beak holds more than its belly can! Steve ignored Uncle Shameless and kept looking at the spellbinding blue heron, until once again... Strange bird, that pelican! Its beak holds more than its belly can! Steve groaned, knowing well enough the situation was only going to get worse, especially if his uncle started singing. You know, boy, I feel like singing. No! Oh, what do you do with a drunken sailor? What do you do with a drunken sailor? What Uncle Shameless sang. Steve groaned and covered his ears as Uncle Shameless began to bellow the chorus. Way hey, up she rises, way Unfortunately, but fortunately for Steve, Uncle Shameless was interrupted by a loud shriek. A streak of brown and white blasted down from the sky, letting loose another shrill shriek. The shape flew like a spear towards the river, aiming its descent at a mother duck and her ducklings not too far from the front of the canoe. A hawk! Uncle Shameless exclaimed. The brown and white blur slowed enough for Steve to make out the sharp hooked beak and the lethal talons as they lashed out to grab a hold of an unsuspecting duckling. Steve turned away as a swift striking hawk carried away its prize. That poor duck, said Steve. That's the way of nature, boy. Nothing you can do about it. Uncle Shameless explained as he tried to make Steve feel better. But what happened to that little duck will help its brothers and sisters. How? Well, now when they hear a hawk cry, they'll know there's danger, Uncle Shameless replied. Steve quietly nodded and paddled a few strokes as he watched the blue heron in the distance. Steve was convinced the sun was getting to him. The blue heron had just winked at him again. Did you know that hawks have some of the best eyesight of all the birds? Yes, sir. I bet you that hawk had been following those duckies for a long time. Just watching them from up on high. Those poor ducks never knew it either. That's where the saying about watching someone like a hawk comes from. Steve scanned the sky, looking for any other birds of prey and hoping he wouldn't be on their menu. Uncle Shameless noticed a concerned look on Steve's face and patted him reassuringly on the back. Don't worry, boy. I'll protect you if some hawk tries to carry you off. Yes, sir, Uncle Shameless said as he leaned back in the canoe. You can't hide from a hawk. They can see everything. Hours passed and the pair continued their trek down the Grand River. It was getting close to dusk and the muscles in Steve's arms began to ache. Are we going to stop sometime soon? The boy whined. Soon enough. Where are we going, anyway? To this convenience store down the river. It was a speakeasy back in the old days. How far away is that? Hey, look! Swans! Uncle Shameless bellowed, ignoring Steve's question. He carefully steered the battered canoe towards the group of swans. Up above, the blue heron watched with its ghostly white eyes. A large white swan floated closer to the canoe. Steve reached out to touch it. The swan hissed at Steve. 
and bit his hand with its black-ringed orange bill. <laughs> Steve cried, falling backwards and rocking the canoe. Get out of here! Uncle Shameless yelled as he splashed water at the swan, protecting the boy from further attacks. The irritable swan hissed again before floating away. Uncle Shameless inspected Steve's bit hand, and finding no damage done, gave the boy a warm smile and patted him on the head. You'll live. Yes, sir. Swans are mean suckers, Uncle Shameless said as he started rowing again. Sure, they may look pretty, but they're nasty and ain't afraid to bite you. In fact, that's how your dad got bald. Huh? Steve asked as he watched all the swans hiss at the canoe. It's true. A swan flew after him and ripped all his hair out. But that does- Hey, look at that! Uncle Shameless yelled, pointing up to the blue heron. Didn't I tell you it would follow us all the way? As it grew later, Steve was getting more and more tired. His legs were cramped and felt like they were made of stone. Uncle Shameless, however, was busy entertaining himself with more poorly improvised off-key singing. River. No, I know Steve where, sighed as his uncle would stop in between verses to bellow nonsensical river. things. Strange bird, that pelican. Its beak holds more than its belly can. Or, Hey, Steve! What? Are you hot? Steve's face crimped in an expression of annoyance, knowing the punchline to his uncle's oft-used bad joke. Yes. Well, take your shirt off! Uncle Shameless bellowed as he laughed at his terrible joke. Worse still, Uncle Shameless would shout out random words and sounds Steve was convinced his uncle made up. Mooha! Warba! Mooha! Thankfully, this last volley of nonsense ended as they rounded a bend in the river. In the middle of the river was a very small island with a single bare tree. All of the other trees along the river were in full bloom. This was the only tree that Steve had seen totally bare. However, this was not as remarkable as what was in the tree. This concludes today's episode of The Magic of Airy. Make sure to join us next time. What is in that tree? Will this canoe trip ever end? Will Uncle Shameless stop his bellowing and singing? Find out in our next thrilling episode. The Magic of Airy, the podcast, written and produced by Daniel J. Hogan. The cast of today's episode was Rutherford McKinley Jr. as Uncle Shameless, Rutherford McKinley Sr. as Steve, and as always, I'm your friendly narrator, Bingo Kingsley. The production and copyright date of this episode was March 9th, 2009, and was produced in GarageBand and Audacity on a Mac. For more information, please visit magicofairy.com. And remember, Aerie is spelled E-Y-R-I.